Hi, this is Regeline Sabah, also known as Gigi. You're listening to Walk With Me Podcast. My guest today is Jesse Dobek. Jesse Dobek is one of the most successful online marketers of our time, and he is the founder and CEO of Dobek Digital Media. Welcome to the show, Jesse. Thanks for having me. I'm, I'm honored to be here. <laughs> and it's an honor to have you here today. Yes, sir. Now, why don't you start off by telling us about you and where you are from? I'm from San Diego. I just moved to Cabo, so I'm still getting set up here, but I love it, seeing the ocean when I wake up. And yeah, I grew up in San Diego, California. I lived there most of my life because of COVID. I said, I'm going to do something crazy. And because I have an online business, which we'll talk more about, I'm like, I can, as long as I got good internet, I can work from anywhere in the world. So I just drove 20 hours down here and now I'm getting set up. That is absolutely amazing. Now, tell us more about your company, Dobek Digital Media, and how you have had to pivot during COVID-19. Yeah, so um, I've had to pivot many times in my business. Uh, during COVID, I mean, my business actually started taking off because I have a software and I do online marketing. So everybody's like, I need, I need your service now. Like my brick and mortar company or whatever business that I have, I need to take it online. You know, Macy's was selling our product. We were blowing it out. And now we have to move to online. We have a Shopify store. How do we get customers? How do we get people in? How do we upsell them? And so, yeah, my business is actually doing better because of that. I mean, maybe some of the people are, you know, I've had to lower my prices a little bit in some things and do some special promotions because people are like trying to hold on to money or, or whatever. But um, it's actually been a, a huge blessing to be in this industry. You know, everything in the world's turning digital. Like you got it up there, Dobek Digital Media. My company now is actually uh, Influencer Digital. We just changed the name. So I have three companies. I have InfluencerSoft.com. I have Influencer Mentoring and InfluencerDigital.com. Uh, so. I love it. Now tell us more about your training programs. Yeah. So I, I help people on all levels. I mean, how, how kind of I work with people is we got a software, I acquired a software influencer soft because I realized, you know, all my clients needed software. They needed a way to, you know, be able to take the tools and learn how to use the tools. And I wanted to be able to customize the tools. I saw all these software programs that I was using throughout my career. And we had to like use this software with this one and that one and make them all work together. And that wasn't ideal for my clients. I mean, some of my clients are running eight figure, even nine figure businesses. I mean, they got to have the best of the best and it has to be working and they have to be able to, we have to be able to set it up efficiently and we have to be able to set it up for multiple businesses and multiple offers. So, you know, I've, I've been working on that. I've, I've also like, I have training programs showing people how to use the software. I got good at making those. And I have a, another training called, um, uh, sorry, <laughs> digital sales machine. Yeah, I made that one a couple years ago. Digital sales machine. It's kind of my 10 year journey broken down into three hours. So I give people that when they get my software, I give them my training course. That's a three hour journey of my 10 years experience rolled into three hours where they can go through the process of like understanding what a seven going from six from zero to six figures, from six figures to seven, and then seven figures to scaling to eight figures and beyond. So I talk about all of that in this course, Digital Sales Machine. And you know that's been a, a great course for people to understand the vision of understanding like how to go through the, the steps of the journey. So then they take that knowledge, they use that within the software, 
And then I also mentor and train people like one-on-one and, and all that kind of stuff too. But I, I've, I've created other training programs in my career, but they were more centered around Facebook marketing. And that's kind of where I, you know, if we want to go backtrack and kind of tell people my story, I got big into uh, Facebook marketing and had a lot of success, but my strategy that I was using came to a screeching halt when Facebook changed everything on us. So we had to pivot. We had to go from like Facebook fan pages to just building entire systems. I did some LinkedIn stuff. I acquired the software. Now we're building the software in combination with our agency to allow people to get set up and, and quick. Very powerful. Now tell us more about the major challenge that you had to overcome in your life. Yeah. So, I mean, there's been a lot, but the, the big one for me is I wanted to be an NBA basketball player. I thought I was going to be the next Kobe, the next Jordan. I grew up watching them playing. I wanted to, you know, I'm six foot five. I wanted to play like the one or the two in basketball and shoot and score and dunk and, you know, just be on a stage and just have people watching me. And I, I had a lot of passion for it. I did a lot of blood, sweat and tears in basketball, but I hurt my knee when I was, I was working out a lot. I was doing a lot of squats and I was jumping higher. And then I was, I was in an ir- intramural game in college, just playing for fun basically. And I came down wrong on my knee and I tore my meniscus on both sides, but I didn't have health insurance. So I had to figure out, okay, so how am I going to do something where I can be a superstar level or like do something crazy with my life that, that I feel is at the same level? And then I said, you know what, if I can't be in the NBA, maybe I can own an NBA team. So that's where it started. I'm like, maybe I could be an owner. So what did Mark Cuban do or somebody like that, right? Well, you know, he wanted to be a player too, but he ended up like building a software company, right? He ended up building an online company. So that's what I did. I went and I built an online company. I started off building websites for people and just building them for myself and some of my friends. And then I started getting paid to build websites, $500, $1,000, $2,000. And I saw there's a trend here. I'm working at a restaurant that at that time when I I was building my business, living at my dad's house, $120,000 in debt, working at a restaurant. I started learning how to build websites and I started getting paid to do it. So I'm like, you know what? This business could like really take off, especially the internet is pretty new. If I stay in this long enough and get enough knowledge and get enough resources and build up a team big enough, I could do something even bigger than what I could have done playing basketball. And that's, that's when, you know, I went from like being depressed about hurting my knee and then like thinking my life was over and like literally just not wanting to to live anymore. Really? Like, I'm like, that's all I want to do play basketball. But as soon as I figured out there is another path and I started tasting a little bit of success and momentum, I realized, you know what, oh, it's gonna, it might take some time, but I'm going to be able to fulfill this massive vision. And, and I've been on that road, a lot of bumps, ups and downs. I can talk more about that too. But, you know, I got on this journey and I'm not stopping until I get to my goals. So that yeah. is very inspiring. Now you talk about a lot of bumps in the road. Tell us more about that and how you overcame those bumps in the road. Yeah. Okay. So the first bump was obviously my knee and then getting going. And then I figured out some trends. Okay. I've always, I've always looked at what the trends are and I always talk about that with people. So right now, I mean, there's some trends going on in the world, like 
digital currency. There's a lot of people. I met some guy who made $2 billion investing in Bitcoin 10 years ago because digital currency is now, they're changing from like money, like actual hard money to like, to credit cards. They went there with the chips and now they're, they're moving towards digital currency. So, so like I was always looking at the trend. So how I overcame things is I said, okay, well, I hurt my knee. Well, there's a trend of the internet and there's people trying to build websites. And I saw my friends were asking me like, it was in high demand and there was only so much of me to go around that it was such in high demand. I realized I could build a business around it. I can get multiple clients. I can start building a team and start fulfilling that. And I started going down that path. And then I saw Facebook marketing. Everybody was like talking about Google when I started, but then they started really talking about Facebook. So I knew it was shifting to Facebook because I went to a digital marketing event and there was one person talking about how to do SEO and like Google ads. And there was like five people teaching about Facebook marketing. So I'm like, I got to go all in. I got to figure out Facebook. That's a new trend. So I got a strategy for that. I landed Brendan Burchard as a client. I took him from 100,000 followers to a million in three months and then ultimately 5 million on Facebook. But also we were able to manage a lot of his paid advertising to really skyrocket his revenues. And, you know, I got to speak at Brendan's event and then I worked with Shalene Johnson. I got to speak at her event. And that, that's how I think we met through Les Brown. I, I did an event with him and his son out in San Antonio, Texas, because they wanted to learn like how to get more followers and get bigger reach. So um, I got to know them. And so I overcame just, you know, getting out of the gates with websites and then like how to take it to the next level and build a seven figure and multi seven figure company. I did Facebook marketing, but then when they changed the algorithm with Facebook, then that took everything away from me. You know, it was like I was building Facebook fan pages, then Facebook fan pages weren't getting reach anymore. So I had to come up with new strategies. So I started thinking, oh, do I go into Instagram? But I realized other people were building software and I, I part I found a guy that created this software. I partnered up and we started really uh, taking that to the next level. You know, so. that is incredible. Now, what does entrepreneurship mean to you, Jesse? Um, to me, entrepreneurship is solving problems, you know, finding a solution in the world. And when there's chaos, there's more solutions to be created. So right now is actually a great time for entrepreneurs go, trying to go get a job. Maybe not so much because they're closing their doors and laying people off to cut their costs. But if you have an idea and, you know, I know people, they created masks or they did like hand sanitizer companies or like, you know, there's always new problems that come out when there's chaos. And then you just, you solve a problem and you got to figure out a way to create a product and then fulfill that product to the customer get the customer feedback so you can make the process better, start building a profit margin so you can get a return on investment and start getting a net profit. So you wanna get your gross revenues up, then you can figure out, okay, you wanna maximize your net profit and, and you wanna be able to expand and grow. And what entrepreneurship means to me, cause I, I know a lot of entrepreneurs that I, in my opinion, you know, they're kind of entrepreneurs and that's what I was a lot of my career as well. I feel like I'm moving more into the, entrepreneur category to me what entrepreneurship is is you have an exit plan you're going to build an asset you're not going to build a liability you're not just building a glorified job where you're just trying to make six figures a year and then you have to like just work with clients and and that's that no you want to build something that has monthly recurring revenue that operates with or without you in it okay that's hard to build 
you know, some businesses are real simple and you can build it easy, but some of them are a little bit more difficult. And I always talk about this because this is what I'm doing with my software. I see the big problem that I'm solving personally right now with my software is I have a software, but I also have my agency. Okay. I actually run the software for my clients. And my goal is to, to see how many exits I can get with my software. It's not about like how many people I can get using the software. I think that's going to help with building up our value, but we're going to build up exponentially more if I focus on helping them build a plan where they can build an asset and then get an exit. Okay. And what an exit is, is where you sell your company. Okay. And this is the difference. I'll just say this real quick. There's a lot of athletes and, you know, people, I wanted to be an athlete and they're getting paid by Nike an endorsement check, right? Or they're getting paid by the NBA an endorsement deal or they're employed by the NBA. So they're an employee or they're getting a, a, a endorsement check from a large billion dollar company. Now they're never going to get paid what they're actually worth and they're never going to get their own customers. Now the difference between like an athlete that's an, you know, not a, not an entrepreneur, but an employee and somebody that is an entrepreneur is they would create their own lips company, their own shoe company, and then try to build that up and then sell that company, not just make Nike more valuable. Cause that's what a lot of these athletes are doing. They would create their own business so they can get an exit. And that's what Kylie Jenner did. So I'm going to give this example. There's, Athletes out there and basketball players, there's only one billionaire, Michael Jordan. Okay. There's a billionaire that's 19 that created her own lipstick brand, built it up through her social media and sold the company for 980 million. Kylie Jenner pulled off that. So I think that's an entrepreneur. Um, there's a lot of entrepreneurial skills and, and different things people do. But I think if you don't have an exit plan, you're not really like, at that level. And, and that's what I've learned too with myself because I was an entrepreneur for nine years. So, yeah. Very powerful. Now, what is your why that keeps you going? Um, man, my why that really keeps me going. I, I just, I really want to be able to touch a billion people in this world. And, you know, I just, I don't want to let my family down and I just really have a deep desire to be successful. I've always had it since I was a kid, even, even when I was five years old in my first game of T-ball, I was four for four with four home runs. How did I do it? I hit off the tee every day because I wanted to be, I was afraid to fail, to be honest with you. I didn't I, like, I literally, my first day of practice, I, I think I showed up and everybody started laughing at me because I had my pants on backwards or something. And then I couldn't hit the ball. So I went home because I wanted to succeed so bad. And I just hit off the tee for like eight hours straight. First game, four for four, four home runs. Nobody was laughing at me. Second game, I made 20 bucks because one of the the coach or one of the, the parents' fathers said, if you hit a home run in your first at bat, I'm going to give you 20 bucks. So of course I did. And, you know, I, just, I mean, yeah, I just always wanted to be successful. And um, I don't know. I just feel like I have a burning desire to be successful, I always followed Michael Jordan. I felt like he was like that. And that's why he got cut when he was a sophomore in high school. And then he went on to be an All-American by his junior year, which was a year later. So yeah, I think you just gotta have it in you that you wanna be successful. And there's a lot of reasons for that. For me, it's just an internal fire that I've had. And 
maybe because I got embarrassed a lot and the embarrassment hurt really bad. So. Amen. Very uplifting. Now, was there a time in your life journey where you experienced an aha moment? Um, yeah, probably every day. I mean, I try to learn something new every single day and something that I don't know. I mean, yeah, there was one specific aha moment when I realized the world was changing and that's when Kobe Bryant died. I mean, I don't know what happened on that day, but I actually had a dream about planes crashing into buildings and a helicopter going down. And then I woke up and then I went back to sleep and then I woke up. My buddy was texting me saying, Kobe's gone. And I was like, Kobe who? Because I didn't believe that that was real or that could even happen. He's like, Kobe. <laughs> I was like, oh, wow. So I turned on the news and I, yeah, and then I, I've learned some things after that that have changed the course of how I look at the world. I mean, yeah, I'm, I realize that this world is, um, you know, a very um, crazy place to be in, but as there's a lot of opportunities too, and a lot of problems to solve and a lot of, a lot of things you can do to contribute to people. So every day I try to learn something new and I realize that there are very powerful things that a lot of people don't know about because they're closed off in their thinking because of the way they were brought up and including me. And because of these aha moments, now I realize, wow, there's ancient knowledge. There's, you know, I've, I've never done it, but I, you know, I went to a, a mastermind a week ago and everybody there, they, they, they're talking about psychedelics and like, you know, like ayahuasca and all this stuff. And it like opens up your mind and I haven't done it, like I said, but um, there's, there's just certain things that, that people out there in this world, I think can, can kind of experience that they maybe didn't think they could. And, you know, I like to learn something new every day. I like to talk to people like you, interview people, going on Clubhouse. I've met some pretty amazing people and just having conversations. And I mean, yeah, aha moments happen all the time. But yeah, it's nothing specific stands out except for when Kobe died. I learned something that changed my whole life forever, my thinking. So. Fantastic. Thank you for sharing that information with us, Jesse. Now, what is your best advice to the audience for walking with purpose and living a life of happiness? Uh, I mean, I feel like you should always live by the golden rule and put your best foot forward because you never know who's watching and you should always see like um, how much value can I give to anybody that's in front of me, no matter who they are. It doesn't matter if they're what their net worth is what they have going on. You never know who knows somebody that knows somebody that knows somebody that could really change your world. So you always want to live with passion and integrity and live by the golden rule. And I know I've failed at that many times in my life, but at the same time, I try to remember to do that. And I do think there's a lot of people that would look at me and say that I have done that a lot of my career or a lot of the time that they've been in my presence. And I feel like that's important. I, yeah, I just feel like that's going to put you in the best position to succeed, to be happy in, and make other people happy. And the more people you have around you that, that respect you and that are happy, all ships rise together. So, you know, I've, I've definitely made mistakes and been selfish at times, just like anybody, but 
I think if you live by the golden rule and you do what you're supposed to do and be as honest as you can at, at all times, even if you haven't been honest now, maybe go and get a clear conscience and be honest. At least you can move forward. So that's my best advice. Amen. Integrity truly matters. Now, yeah. just thank you so much for being a guest on Walk With Me podcast. Where can the audience find you? Uh, well, you can just Google my name. You can go to jessedobeck.com. Just search me on Google and then get into influencer soft, what we're doing there. And, you know, follow Gigi and everything she's got. I mean, yeah, just hopefully we'll be in touch more. And I'm blessed and honored to be here. And, you know, let's walk together in this journey. I mean, entrepreneurship, that's what it's all about. It's walking, walking on a journey. There's going to be some bumpy roads. I mean, driving from San Diego to Cabo San Lucas, talk about like there were, there was a bridge that was out. I had to go on rocks, like huge rocks and I'm in a Corvette. So it's like crazy. I'm going like so slow. I should be in a Jeep or something. My dad's falling behind me in my other car. And you know, it's like, yeah, you just got to walk on that journey. It won't be smooth. But at the end of the day, we got here. I checked out my cars. They're all good from head to toe. And I'm ready to move forward. So um, jessedobeck.com, go to influencersoft.com, get into our community, and let's let's go on a journey. Amen. Find joy in the journey. I love it. Now, ladies and gentlemen, make sure to check out Jesse at jessedobeck.com and influencersoft.com. Jesse, thank you again so much, and I hope you have a blessed day. All right, you too. I'm honored to be on here anytime Likewise. for you. Thank you so much. Take You're care. Welcome. Bye.